And we'll just check that we are. We are now live. Eunice, we're now live on Facebook and LinkedIn. Eunice, say hello to the world. Hello, world. Eunice Mutua here on this wonderful broadcast, uh, podcast uh, with Talk. Thank you for having me, Matt. Eunice, that's fantastic, but I'm, I'm meant to be hosting this, or are you hosting this, or, or are we both hosting this? Which, which way do you want to play this? I'm happy to be your mentee. I'm happy to be your mentee forever. Uh, yeah. Right, come on, Eunice, let, let's do this, this serious stuff. Firstly, we, we have to get, set a bit of a, a background context to, uh, to Eunice and I um, catching up like this. We were doing um, a, a recent broadcast with a fantastic team at Global Women Fresh. And Eunice was there and Eunice was brilliant, but Eunice's internet failed and <laughs> dropped out and Eunice came back in and went nice. and came back in and went. Oh and, no. And, and I, I, I thought, I saw that, that Eunice was, was just, just amazing and what she's doing in, in Kenya is amazing. And we just couldn't leave her, uh, love her and leave her like that. So we decided, Eunice and I and the, the team at Global Women Press said, could you not do a one-off broadcast with Eunice so, we could, to, so everyone could find out the best about, um, about Eunice and select fresh produce in Kenya. So this is what we've done. This is what we set up. So let, let's give a bit of a, a background to Eunice, especially for those listening on our, on our podcast. So Eunice is an entrepreneur and an agribusiness marketplace influencer who is passionate about creating and supporting sustainable food systems in Africa, which promote sustainable production and related aspects of market access and nutrition. And we're really gonna come onto this Eunice a little bit later, aren't we on the nutrition side? Yeah. She's, she's also very passionate about creating employment, knowledge sharing and mentorship of youth and women. And is a sustainable agribusiness ambassador. Eunice has over 15 years working experience in various industries that include the security industry, the advisory consultancy industry, PwC and global business management as well. She has over eight years experience in the horticultural industry in local trade and international trade and export of fresh and dry produce. In addition, she runs an agribusiness consultancy training business, which exists to close the knowledge gaps and shorten farmers and agri SMEs learning curve from farm to fork. And as MD at Select Fresh Produce Kenya, she and her team import and deal with agricultural produce categorized as both fresh and dry food products and fruits, such as sesame seeds, ground nuts, cashew nuts, green grams, mung beans, uh, pigeon peas, black tea, avocados, mangoes, pineapples, chilies, amongst other cereals and fresh fruits. Eunice, how have I done? Have I described you correctly? Amazing, beyond what I would have said, I would have tried to like just reduce it, you know, summarize it thank you very much wonderful well no and, and Eunice I always come around to asking the same the same sort of initial question with people like yourself you could have gone into any sector as, as you have done um, previously in, in the respect of working for the likes of PwC and, and being in the, the security industry why farming why horticulture what why have you sort of settled in in this in this particular direction when presumably you could have made lots more money if you'd gone into politics or, or mainstream business why the love why the love of horticulture um thank you for that very wonderful uh, question and must uh, first uh, give my thanks and gratitude to you and to Global Women Fresh indeed you have been amazing uh, mentors and partners and people know how to hold hands of SMEs, you know, and people in the agfresh uh, sector. And thank you very much uh, for having me here today. So the reason why uh, we narrowed down into this sector, um, as a person, I investigated 25 um, companies in my master's thesis, and these were export companies. I saw the gap in terms of uh, structure in the in the sector. I saw, you know, the, the fact that the sector was not being highlighted enough. Yeah. Um, and having looked at um, when in, in PricewaterhouseCoopers, one of the things we did is analyze industries and sectors. And I saw the need um, for this sector to be structured. I am like a sector leader in, in, in my country. Um, in 2018, I was selected um, in an entrepreneurship uh, roundtable, presidential roundtable, uh, by the president to represent agri SMEs in the presidential wow. roundtable. So, I, by God's grace, I, I have been able to lead this group and even actually uh, lead it into an association, which I believe we shall talk about later. 
Yeah, but I think the gaps, uh, what I found out in the research uh, in my master's thesis, and my master's thesis was actually about the impact of um, strategic alliances small businesses or you know farmers small farmers uh smallholder farmers because i i saw that people wanted to do uh, a lot of great things in our sector but they were not able to do it because they did not have either the financial muscle or technical muscle or you know the networks the market people just had a lot of gaps and after doing that research i saw that when people actually strategically align with people who have those key strengths they are able to close those gaps and actually uh, be able to trade. So beyond trade, um, the fact that the world has now gone, gone nutrition sensitive um, and the fact that, you know, there's a lot of uh, deficiency, um, you know, happening in the world, vitamin A, you know. Um, and so while before, uh, before uh, the trends in our, our Trade were led by you know market demand and supply forces, but we saw uh, real gaps uh, around nutrition in Africa and even in the world. Um, and you know, with climate change and things that are just making production difficult, I felt the need as a leader to get into this space to change things up, you know, and, and to make sure that uh, things are aligning sustainably. Yeah, so I think that's why I got into the sector. And, and Eunice is, is fascinating because it's um, here in the UK, we have the same issue that agriculture, farming, horticulture is not well represented in comparison to other, other sectors. And the, the sector example I always use is engineering. Uh, mm -hmm. That engineering within the, the UK is, is very well recognised and that they're so good at the promotion to attracting people into, into the sector. Um, they, they have a um, every year there's a there's a big careers push to get more people involved in engineering and then uh, within agriculture and, and horticulture um it's almost like we're, we're just so busy doing our, our day to day that we can't plan for the future we can't spend yeah. time to attract people in but but now um mm -hmm. just pulling pulling on your thread about uh, about nutrition we, we're seeing um the younger generation are really keen in the yes. uk and europe to perhaps not become an accountant, not to become a solicitor, but actually to do good uh, and to come into farming and to come into horticulture because they're growing fresh food. And what does fresh food do when, when we consume it? It makes us feel better. It, it gives us a lot longer life. And what a great sector to be in, to be growing amazing fresh produce um, rather yeah. than um, uh, be, being, on a, being on a keyboard uh, do, doing, doing accounts. No, no offense, no accounts. So it's fascinating that there seems to be this this issue, I think, globally, that we need mm -hmm. to do more to attract yeah. people to, to horticulture, whether it be in Africa, whether it be in America, whether it be in India, whether it be in, in, in the UK. And that's why we need more of you, Eunice. That's why we need we need to Thank we need to figuratively you. put you through the photocopier and create more 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 of you. I believe we are so many. In fact, I love the fact that women are coming up in leadership positions in the ag sector across the world. Yeah. And um, especially because for very many years, uh, women, women have no, always been part of this value chain from farm to fork, even up to food preparation. Women have been involved in the sector for many years, but uh, sadly, women have not been able to partake of the you know goodies of this sector. And, and I, I'm very happy to see a lot of women coming you know through. Even when you look at uh, the production processes, uh, women take up up to 50 to 75 percent of the yeah. workforce, contributing yeah. to country's GDP. You know, yeah. so. But when you look at in terms of uh, whether gender is making business sense, you you are seeing women in very low cadre jobs, low confidence. Yeah. You are wondering why. So it's a very good time to be um, in in the ag sector in the world. Uh, there's a lot of focus on women. Well and yeah, yeah. And so we're happy. We're happy to be many of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yes. we, we, and Eunice and I were just saying in, in our green room before we went live that um, if it wasn't for the lights of the pandemic, uh, Eunice and I wouldn't have met and we wouldn't be broadcasting and uh, we, we probably yeah. would have got uh, actively involved with Global Women Fresh, who in combination with Eunice and uh, Eunice's other connections, colleagues within Global Women Fresh are, are looking to make a, make, make a real difference. So, yeah. so Eunice, before, before we get going, tell us about... Um, the Africa Sustainable Agribusiness Agro-Processing Network, because you're, you're such a busy individual, as, as, as I said in the um, in the intro, but we'd love to yes. hear more about, uh, is it Asan? Is, is that the shortest version? Yes. Tell us more about it, please. 
So Assan was actually formed, like I mentioned, uh, after the presidential roundtable. There was very many leaders from different sectors. I was chosen to represent the agribusiness sector. And we realized that SMEs, you know, uh, and people in the value chain from farm to fork uh, go through a lot of challenges in terms of uh, just becoming stable. Like I mentioned, structure has, be has been a big issue for us in Kenya and in Africa for many years. So what we decided as the people who are part of that uh, presidential roundtable uh, in the agri agriculture cohort, um, we said, what can we do to make the lives of in our sector better. And so we came together and some of the things that Asan is addressing in Kenya right now, uh, in partnership with government, uh, NGOs, uh, an entire ecosystem, farmers, lecturers, um, just everybody in the ecosystem uh, and the model which we went to as, a, as government and private sector to learn benchmark from in Ireland, uh, food-wise um, food agriculture strategy, which basically uh, they were able to achieve their strategy by 2020, um, you know, five, five years earlier. So basically we've come together as an ecosystem and we some of the things that we are addressing is we are doing advocacy for people in the value chain, SMEs, MSMEs, farmers, um, capacity building programs for farmers, mm -hmm. Um, a lot of uh, facilitating uh, multi-stakeholder uh, multi engagement, uh, encouraging corporate responsibility, like, you know, climate action, wow. uh, water wow. conservation, climate change, uh, sustainable production, nutrition-led agriculture, conservation agriculture. So there are certain themes that we are trying to promote in the sector to bring that level of structure. Um, you know, uh, more innovative ways of doing agribusiness, like You've said young people before were not interested in agribusiness. Now we are promoting things like agri, you know, agri photography. Um, wow. I mean, you know, very interesting, you know, yeah. and, and things that many young people could be interested in, you know, uh, technology, value addition. We know uh, Africa generally has uh, focused on production, uh, but now is the time for us to focus on value addition because that's where the real value is. And yeah. so, yeah, so these are some of the things, the objectives of our son. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we've begun small. Uh, we, are, we are hoping to grow. We are looking for partners so that we can grow, um, you know, basically support the secretariat and support all of our initiatives. But yeah, we are very proud of our work so far. Uh, we have had very many testimonials, people getting access to finance, access to markets through the platform. Uh, and we are hoping to take this into like an e-commerce sort of platform so that people, more people can you know, benefit from it in Africa, even as we try to align uh, everyone in the sector, not just in Kenya, but in Africa to the opportunities that lie in the Africa continental free trade area. Yeah, wow. that's generally Asan. Uh, two, two points, two questions on Asan. What, what does success look like uh, for you and your colleagues with, uh, with, uh, with Asan? And how can our network, how can the Beanstalk Global Network help you achieve that success? Uh, what does success look like? Success looks like um, more trade, uh, more access to, you know, market uh, for our farmers. So basically right now, um, as we are transitioning into like an e-commerce platform, uh, we are hoping that number one, uh, all the trade fairs that we go to sometimes as an exporter, uh, you know, select fresh produce uh, attends a lot of trade fairs and you get buyers that sometimes you don't need, you know, you, you can't supply because yeah. that's not your value chain, you know, that's not your area yeah. of focus, but somebody else can benefit from that. And the reason why a lot of people like sort of uh, don't go into serious production, um, commercial production is because there's no market. So we are hoping that uh, through all the partnerships that we have, including uh, now yours, and which is very important to us to drive tra uh, traffic uh, to our platform. Uh, we are hoping that uh, number one, the very number one thing that will happen is trade. When you have sustainable demand, then there can be sustainable uh, you know, supply. People can go into uh, planting programs, capacity building programs to meet that kind of demand. So that is one of the aspects of success. The other aspect of success um, for us is, you know, uh, us contributing to, uh, you know, ad climate change, um, adaptation to climate change, more people planting trees, you know, reducing carbon, you know, in the world, um, uh, you know, 
more specialization. Africa uh, needs more specialization. Maybe uh, like, for example, orange flesh, sweet potato, one of the superfoods that we, we are selling at Select Fresh Produce Kenya. Maybe we need experts to, you know, inter interrogate that, um, that product further. So we are looking to go more into research, um, basically make the world better nutritionally and wow. yeah, production wise and environmentally standards wise, all many kinds of ways. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that's, so, that's so so exciting for us. And, for, and I, I love the direction that you're going in. And, and just to reiterate as, as to what we said at the beginning, that the world needs better nutrition. And what, yeah. what a, and is there a better place uh, but to grow so than, than, than Africa? It is the, it is the proverbial fruit bowl of the, of, of the world. It, it, yeah. it always amazes me with the, with the likes of, um, um, and I know that there'll be a, an internal and external competitor. It always amazes me with the likes of South Africa that they um, export four and a half million tons of fresh produce and they serve into their own country three and a half million tons. And I know Kenya won't be uh, far behind, but there's so much more that, that could be, yeah. could be grown on a sustainable basis and, and the, the benefits that could be given to the local population and the, and the country mm. as a whole and the way of gainful employment and uh, finance and, and raising the G G GDP um, and to yes. have the likes of a, a Sam behind, behind that is, is, is fantastic. So well, well done on that. Now, and, and you, you mentioned yeah. it, I love that. I love this mix that you've got with your, with your other roles and select fresh produce in Kenya. Tell us more about Select Fresh Produce, please. Show off, show off. Tell us about the business. Oh my goodness, Select Fresh Produce. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, Select Fresh Produce Kenya was born in 2013. Um, we have very many kids <laughs> <laughs> that were born out of Select Fresh Produce Kenya. And by kids, I mean like, um, our, our focus initially, uh, we are a second, you know, generational uh, sort of uh, farming uh, sort of company. Um, yeah. In terms of, we formalized in 2013, but before that, uh, our parents and parents before grandparents were in agribusiness, uh, doing a lot of supply to exporters, um, commercial farming. So, but basically, um, the recent years, we've been in the sector since, you know, for the last eight uh, years, and we got very serious orders in the areas of, you know, avocado, uh, orange wow. flesh, sweet potato, sustainable market for the next five years. Um, wow. We're talking about uh, supporting 5,000 farmers, producing 2,000 acres uh, of produce that's going to go into the international market. Uh, so select fresh produce, therefore, to be able to achieve the mandate that it has and allow me to speak into you know, select fresh produce vision and mission. Yes, please. And yeah, thank you for that. And so our vision as select fresh produce Kenya is to be the leading producer and trader, um, and you know, eventually value addition um, of nutritious, dry, and fresh produce in Africa, with an internationally recognized brand committed to bringing gender transformative change. And wow. indeed, our mission is to satisfy our customers by supplying high-quality produce through organized and efficient value chain operations, passing benefits to our farmers and staff alike. Um, and so uh, to do this, we have several products. I won't go into all of them. Uh, the two products that I'm going to highlight today is avocados and orange flesh, sweet potato, which is basically where we have a lot of demand. Um, and these particular products are superfoods. Uh, and why, why, why is Select Fresh Produce going this direction? Like I said, we, we, you know, we moved away from demand supply sort of way of no uh, business, but now we, we are more nutrition sensitive. And uh, superfoods, what we mean is like superfoods are a diverse collection of nutrition, uh, nutrient-rich um, natural foods, you know? Um, can be berries, can be seeds, can be grains, can be vegetables, tubers, fruits, uh, but which can have positive effects on your body. Uh, they contain a large percentage of vitamins, minerals, you know, enzymes. And the reason why we are very, you know, you know superfoods is because we have seen the impact in our, our local, um, you know, communities. Some of the farmers that are growing uh, orange flesh sweet potato for us have given us uh, testimonies that their vision was enhanced, you know. That's a very serious, you know, um, 
testimony coming from a farmer who had, you know, was wearing specs before and now they're not wearing specs. So basically what we are saying is that some of the some of the nutritional benefits, especially vitamin A, which is one of our focus areas, is you know, they're essential for very many processes in, in our bodies, including maintaining a healthy vision, ensuring the normal functioning of your immune system and organs and aiding the proper growth and development of babies in a womb. So our body is a system and therefore it requires the right nutrients, you know, to yeah. continue running well. So yes, so we have decided to focus on those um, products so fruits grains and oil seeds um some of them still by demand but now uh, that we have a uh, demand of up to five containers per week of orange flesh sweet potato uh wow. from from russia from russia and from europe basically um so that that's that's our key focus right now okay yeah. and, and can i can i just ask it's um are, are you looking to be well, well let's go for it are you looking to be a global brand Yes, we are looking to be a global <laughs> brand. Thank you for asking, Max. Um, the reason why is because uh, one of our experiences in a lot of the trade fairs we've attended, we've realized that while Kenya is one of the amazing production destinations for fruits and uh, a lot of other products, there are other parts of Africa that produce better than Kenya. Yeah. Some products, uh, you know, and also when you look at seasonality in terms of Africa, you know, different products have different seasons for every country, you know, some of the regions. And so to meet this kind of demand, uh, this has forced us to partner with other countries. So some of our partners uh, are, you know, from Egypt, Israel, our supplier yeah. partners coming from those other countries. So this does mean that uh, we, we, we have to get partners from these countries, um, or it actually means that we'll have to open up uh, you know, bases uh, in those countries. Yeah. So we are still interrogating the benefits of how to go into these countries. But yes, it is a global brand. And yeah, we hope to be one of those brands that help the world, you know, like Bill Gates one day. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what, um, and why not, especially with, with, your, with your passion? And, it, and it's fascinating uh, dealing with the likes of um, Russia. Uh, when, when you do grow, um, are, are, you, are there particular markets that you're looking to serve or, or you'd like introductions into? Because, uh, again, just just asking on the behalf of the of the Beanstalk Network, because there's a there's a number of retailers that dial in um, to our broadcast that, that might be interested in having conversation with you. What, what locational areas would you like to deal with internationally? Thank you again for such an amazing question. Indeed, you're right. Uh, we need the right partners. We believe in partnerships. Um, and for us, uh, for us, we believe uh, some of the markets that would be very important for us to partner with is the Netherlands, um, the UK, uh, other than Russia, um, basically Europe uh, and, yeah. and America. We are big on Europe and America because we realize uh, some of our market, you know, market demand a lot is coming from Europe and America. Mm. So if you if you could introduce us to partners and, you know, market uh, in those areas would be very, very, very grateful. Yeah. Even investors, even investors, we are actually okay. looking to do value addition. And we're talking about 200 million, you know, dollars uh, sort of investment. And yeah. to be honest with you, everybody has, you know, has something to gain. So we are looking for investors um, that, you know, can invest their money in our company and, you know, get a payback period of five years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we are, you know, we are willing to, to bring on board uh, investors into our company. And yeah, please do that's, introduce that's, us. That's, so, so Eunice, that, that's fascinating, the, the investor side um, of it. We've run a number of broadcasts on investment within agribusiness and fresh produce on an international basis. And nice. I, I, I expect a number of people have heard me say this before, but I still find it fascinating. In the last recession, um, a number of the uh, global funds, they raced into agribusiness to invest in because they saw it as a safe haven. On, on this current pandemic um, perceived recession, the same thing's happening. That these investors are racing into agribusiness, but also fresh food because of the nutritional um, aspect. Um, yeah. And if they can see a, a positive impact that they can make, that they these investors they're, they're looking to be very uh, scrupulous. They 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 don't these investors don't want to deal in dirty investments like oil, gas, yeah. and shale. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to deal in, in, in fresh food. And if that yeah. can 
serve the customer uh, better by making them better, especially with the likes of the, the superfoods that you've mentioned in the way of avocados and um, sweet potatoes. And, and likewise, the, uh, the positivity of, uh, of a country doing better through GTP and, and better employment, that they're very keen to, to invest. So we'll definitely put the word out within our investment Thank community um, about, about your, 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 yourself. I suppose that comes on to the, to the, to the next thing um, about your, your, your products and what you choose and also how how do you make your because it is a competitive market how how do you make yourself the best of the best especially if you're going to go through this fast acceleration because we've got the likes of um trying to eliminate poverty gender equality zero hunger um industry innovation infrastructure there's so many things there for you to go at and you, you've got to get them um all, all right to create a success for, for your business. How, how are you going to come, how are you going to create that success within those areas, please? Yeah. So, wow. I, I, you know, Max, one of the things I've realized in our sector doesn't happen a lot is uh, sustainable partnerships. And we're very privileged to have clients in Russia and, you know, Latvia wow. that are very keen on partnering with us right from production. Um, so we have sort of become like a family, you know, like an investment Thank family. You. So I think this, this uh, approach is, you know, definitely differentiating us, um, you know, both as a supplier, you know, an exporter and for them as an importer. Uh, and I think together we've been able to lock in that uh, competitive advantage whereby number one, we are creating our own varieties. Um, we are doing research on creating our own orange flesh sweet potato variety. Wow. But for now, we are working with the varieties that are already there uh, to supply their market, you know, in Europe. But more importantly, as a student of strategic management, the other thing that um, that we do to you know to become more competitive is that we have you know we have invested in each other's. Um, no values, you know, they, they want uh, the right stories, you know, the right stories for farmers. And we have invested in making sure that those stories are actually, you know, happening. We are big on mentorship, we are being on coaching. And, and so we are doing a lot of uh, capacity building, coaching, wow. um, which are themes that even their own buyers, are, you know, our own buyers are actually big on. So, so other than the fact that we have aligned strategically, you know, forward integration and backward integration. Um, number two, we are doing regional sourcing. Uh, regional sourcing in terms of uh, there are places that have perfected the art of growing some products, uh, you know, for many years better than other countries. And so we are going into those markets and we are sourcing from those markets and therefore giving the best price possible uh, to our clients. And this makes sure that we have a sustainable uh, market, which actually means sustainable incomes for the farmers behind this work. Yeah. Wow. Eunice, that's, that's, um, that, that's fantastic. If we could bottle your magic dust in the respect of getting you, your buyers to respect what you have created, because there are, there are uh, some, some retail buyers um, who all, all, they're, all they're concerned about, and I can understand why, because of the, their own internal positions, but all they're concerned about is the bottom right-hand corner of the Excel spreadsheet, that it's got to be looking good for them and, and the, the supermarkets and not yeah. so much the group. But actually, it is about uh, collaboration. It is about sustainability. We, we've all got to be here for the, for the long term. We've got to be here for the, for the next generation. And if it yeah. means that the, the, the grower... Um, and select fresh produce needs to be paid a little bit more so that you can invest in your training, your development, exactly. your mentorship to, to grow these, these superfoods on an ongoing basis. And, mm. and, and the consumer, as we both know, knows this on an international basis. If they want to um, consume superfoods and, and pay better, um, I'm sorry, and be better for the long term, they know they're going to have to pay a premium. Premium, absolutely, premium, absolutely. Premium that's, that's going to be reinvested. That you're going to reinvest into your supply chain to the benefit of the consumer, and on it goes. Exactly, and I think that's one of the things that I think I can learn from uh, South Africa. Uh, we also benchmarked uh, their market there, and one of the things that we saw South Africa is doing very, very well is that they are they are basically the farmers bring their you know um, standard. Uh, 
quality produce to a certain park house or like an aggregation center. And then uh, their, produce is, uh, their produce is sold um, and, and, and say, for example, a hundred percent or maybe a hundred dollars is the price, you know, or a hundred yeah. Yeah, dollars. And then um, $80 goes to the farmer, uh, $10 goes to the platform that's, you know, uh, yep. putting the produce there. And then $10 goes to, into CSR. So basically, uh, the approach here is number one, once everybody has been able to meet the standards that is required for that market, then people should be willing uh, to pay for the price of that product. And then now the proceeds go back, you know, the farmer getting the most. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but I like there's something that one of our um, coaches in Global Women Fresh um, said. Um, uh, it, it was Jackie. It was a meeting with Jackie, um, Linda Caroni, and, yep. and yeah, Jackie Green and Julie Escoba. Yep. And Jackie, Jackie uh, said one thing that was very life changing. I think for me, sometimes in in uh, business, we even in you know family and friends and you know other relationships, we look for partners to suit us, uh, to suit our needs and our vision. Sometimes we don't get them immediately. But over time, the marriage happens. You get people who have the same values like you. You get buyers who have the same values like you. Eventually, it makes sense. And then all of you are in a comfortable space. Brilliant. Everybody wants to pay uh, for the value that they're getting. But we do understand that some people are more price-driven. Um, and you know, there is a category of other people who want more value beyond yep. the price. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's the world that we are coming into. We want to give more value than just money. You know, we want to yeah. care about the environment. We want to care about the people, the employees. Um, that's the kind of value that basically more love in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, more love in the world. And, we, and we've got a very interesting question in from Antoinette. He says, thanks for sharing your business vision um, in Kenya and globally. Do you train farmers in good farming practices in order to get high quality produce and nutritional aspects of crops that they grow. So it's a, it's a uh, Eunice, what do you think? Yes, thank you, Antoinette, for that question. Yes, indeed, we do train farmers. Um, we have partnered uh, with several organizations because you know these are very very many farmers, and agronomical support is a very you know expensive venture. So we have partnered with organizations that. Our core business is doing this and yeah they have come on board as partners to help us get the farmers trained and so yes we are training the farmers and we are training them on global gap um wow. you know smeta in fact we've gotten uh, from other partners they've given us you know like uh Global gap training uh, opportunities for up to ten farmers for free. I think I think there's organizations that uh, we can partner with, or we are partnering with, or anybody who, who wants to get into the sector can partner with to make their journey easy. But yes, global uh, gap is one of the standards that our client requires, and yes, we are training our farmers on those standards. Because it's um. So I suppose that's the, the, the issue for your growth of select fresh produce is making sure that you get the, 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 the produce and, and you get it in a, a high quality and on a consistent basis. I always say that there's so much profitability held up within the supply chain, but it's such a difficult product, isn't it? It's not like um, um, you're building a phone that you can put in a yeah. box and it can sit in a, in a warehouse for, for months. Uh, once yeah. the, uh, the, the avocado is picked, it has to go through the process and it has to be ripened at some point. It's such a complex... So that's fascinating that you're looking to do that training and development of your of your of the growers. And I do find that the growers that you're currently working with are open to this to this positivity, are open to the change that they that they might might, might um, have have to have. Are, are they open? Are they flexible? Actually, Max, um, we are very we are very blessed. God has really blessed us uh, with partners that are really open. In fact, the people who approached us to get into this sector um, were, you know, specific county governments that they had actually promoted the product uh, for the vitamin A, you know, deficiency. They had done a study in their county um, and they had realized that, you know, people in that region are deficient of vitamin A. And so they were doing it as a food security sort of um, approach. They produced, you know, beyond uh, what, what they wanted and now they want looking for takers. So yes, um, 
yes, there, there is people, the farmers that we are working with are backed by, you know, counties, county governments, backed by, uh, you know, NGOs, non-government organizations. So there's a lot of people with interest, you know, of the farmers here. And so now for many years, actually, market was the biggest challenge. And when we came on board with market, you know, it was a, a wonderful marriage. And so now everybody is just, you know, how, how, how many acres can we produce? You know, for how many, everybody's just going into contract writing right now. But uh, we do understand that, uh, you know, uh, transferring technical skills takes time. And so we, we are very, even as we are training these farmers to get it right, um, we are also, you know, coupling that with sourcing from other uh, markets. Yeah. Fantastic. Obviously, it's this, uh, this example that our, that our prime minister, um, he, about a year ago, he got... Um, he got COVID and uh, he said one of the reasons that he got affected so badly was because he was overweight. And when he came out uh, of the other side and, and recovered, he said he wanted to make the UK um, a nation of fit people. Wow. And he's, he's, lo he's looking to, to do that. And just coincidentally, 2021 is the United Nations year of fruit and vegetables. So it seems like that the market is, a, is aligned to you now. And um, so the only issue you're gonna have is, is being able to manage this growth and, and to, to keep up with this and, and find the appropriate partners and collaboration partners and, and growers to, to, to grow with you. But the, the, the future looks to be very bright. Would you agree? I would agree. In fact, in Africa, um, by 2030, they say that um, Africa is going to be a $1 trillion economy. And uh, I believe, to be honest with you, uh, Africa is in the center of, you know, a boom uh, in terms of GDP. And I think, I think uh, the opportunities are beyond what we can imagine. If everybody can just get on board and, you know, be keen about reducing the cost of production uh, for, for every country, then you know that the market demand is amazing. Just the other day, we got contacted uh, by an importer um, out of the UK. Actually, they do a lot of orange fresh sweet potato. Um, they buy from the US 500 containers. They buy from you know Africa, you know South Africa and other countries. They buy around you know you know like an additional 300 containers. And they were saying, oh, we are you know we are very keen on Kenyan produce. You know why? Because of where we are placed in the equatorial, you know, uh, location. So what I'm trying to say is that in terms of demand, you know, the demand is beyond amazing. The trade treaties that are happening across the world, uh, everybody wants, you know, a suitable, sustainable partner, especially with climate change, um, you know, inability to predict uh, climate, um, climate trends means that you know food security is an issue for the entire world so everybody is looking for sustainable partners. so i believe if we can all come together partner with the right partners and you know just align the you know yeah. africa continental okay. free trade area opportunities align to the global opportunities align to you know the now dubai is going to have an expo in you know in october uh, for the next two years basically people are meeting to discuss business you know right. so i think there's a lot of opportunities the future is definitely great um for all of us in the world but we have to be able to partner right as you rightfully say what what are you just, if, if but is there one issue and that issue is the youth so just to give you a couple of examples that uh, that, that we picked up um in the likes of ghana uh, there's a, an, an amazing business, uh, Blue Skies, um, just here. Um, so they employ uh, four and a half thousand people, might be five thousand people now. The largest private employer in uh, in Ghana. Um, what they found is that um, of all the farms that they um, secure product from, that the average age of the farmer is going up. And when they investigated this about five six years ago, yeah. they found that the youth uh, were um, the youth were worried that agriculture, horticulture was unattractive. They, mm. they presumed that their future was to run off into the cities to become an accountant or a doctor. But unfortunately, they got, they got lesser jobs. And so, so uh, Blessed Blue Skies set up um, a, a school farms competition uh, where um, 
uh, schools within a 50 kilometer radius of their site uh, near, near Accra, they send them seed fertilizer tools um, and they wow. get them on a mission to grow their own their own produce. And there's been so many success stories of um, even teachers wow. uh, take, uh, creating their own farms and, the, and a lot of the youth going into farming and horticulture because they can see that it's actually a proper career option. Are, mm. are you seeing the same thing in Kenya and other countries that, that you're dealing with that at the yeah. moment there's a perception issue that the youth see that um, working on a farm is to be but a peasant and I don't want to be a peasant I, I want to be an accountant I want to be a doctor and, and do we need to do we need to educate the, the youth in in Africa and internationally that actually coming into farming coming into horticulture is a good thing are, are you seeing the same thing in Kenya yeah you 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 did very very well you know youth youth uh, for many years have not you know they've shied away the gap is real uh, even in terms of um, exposure and agronomical support, the gap is real. Um, but you're right, there is an opportunity to upskill them. And I would benchmark with the benchmarking trip that we did in Ireland. And we found young people, young farmers who are 25 years old, who understood the agriculture sector strategy. You know, like head knowledge, you know. Yeah. And uh, when when you talked to a manufacturer, the, the same thing. When you talked to everybody in the value chain, everybody understood their part, and therefore they were able to meet, you know, to achieve the strategy five years earlier. And it's because the youth also aligned. You know, we got into agriculture sector sort of courses, you know. Uh, so I believe we have a lot of work in Africa to, you know, show them that agriculture is, in Kenya, we like to call it, you know, sexy. Ag agriculture is, yeah, I don't know why, but um, they, they like to say agriculture is, you know, lucrative. And so we have the work to make it, you know, to, to add, make sure that young people feel like like I was saying, one of the one of the objectives of our association is to introduce very unique themes like agri photography. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, I think yeah. I think young people would be interested in that. There's a lot of photography happening, but not you know for, for ag. Oh. You know, you, you, you know, there's so many other directions as, as well as uh, agri photography. On, on one of the investment broadcasts that we did, um, the, the the chap that we had on, Craig McBain in, in South Africa, he said it's not just some uh, companies looking to invest into um, growers growing avocados, but it's all the ancillary uh, sectors, whether it be photography, whether it be drones, whether yes. it be robotics, yes. uh, whether it be um, high tech uh, tractors, and that there's this whole infrastructure that's been and and to do that they they the the, the young are going to have so many ideas mm. as to how the internet can make us all connected within yeah. uh, and we haven't talked to the uh, about the likes of blockchain and how that will is going, going to assist within within the whole supply chain so for the youth to get involved it's not just um digging a field driving a tractor but it could be flying a drone it could be taking exactly. um, aerial aerial photography there's so much to to, to go marketing at. you know Oh, crikey, yes, because because as, as good as you are, Eunice, you, you still need to sell your product. You still need to have all the social media side. You still need to portray. Yeah. Um, you, and, and, and you can't do that uh, alone. You need, need that team exactly. around you. So, so, mm -hmm. would, so would, you, would you state that um, uh, agriculture, horticulture is a really interesting, exciting, sexy sector for, for the youth of today to get involved with? Yes, in fact, we have a lot of programs that government is promoting, a lot of funding programs by government. There's one called KIEP um, that's funding a lot of farmers in, you know, basically people in the value chain. Uh, very, you know, a lot of dollars yeah, to help set up. These are programs by banks, um, you know, like Equity Foundation, like uh, KCB. They're doing, a, you know, Kenya Commercial Bank. They're doing a lot of skilling doing a lot of um, some of my the youth that you know uh, I work with some of them have gotten um, incubation from banks um, okay. and they've been given seed capital and so I believe actually wow. in, in terms of aid uh, in terms of um, like if anybody is wanting to partner with the sector investors I think you know when they partner with the youth if they can give organizations that have interesting ideas to help uh, farmers sort of, I, I believe it is a mental thing, you know, like if you can convince a young person, it, and it takes a lot of intuition, if you can convince a young person that 
I see you have this skill and this is where I think you, you, you know, you, you can fit best in the value chain. I think it's possible. I have young, you know, some of my young cousins and relatives, they've gone into agronomy, you know, very inspired. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So I believe it, the, the missing link is the money part because a lot of yep. young people want to make money, but you know, they were not seeing the money part. But now when you actually show them the value proposition in whatever area, there is yeah. we have to invest a lot of you know money in helping these young people see those areas and i think we need a lot of mentors and that's why i believe in the vision that you have wow. um and and the global women fresh uh, of coaching and mentoring because yeah, it's about communication how do you communicate yeah. the value to these people yeah, yeah. And, and there's one one word that um has come out time and time again in the last year of doing 120, 130 broadcasts. It's collaboration. Um, yes. that, that perhaps in the past we were very siloed in our thinking that uh, the farmer across the way was our competitor and the, the business over there was a competitor. But actually, no, we're all in the same, we're all one big family within, yeah. within fresh produce, within horticulture. If we can all collaborate mm. and share information, share technology, share people, and we're yes. going to be in a, in a far better place for the for the for the long term. And I don't see really see that in, in any any other sector to to, to this mm. degree. So yeah. so just to just to wrap up, select fresh produce in, in Kenya. Um, how how can we help all the people who are listening in either live or in the recordings on on Facebook on um, LinkedIn on YouTube on, on the podcast? How can we help you? How can we collaborate with you, Eunice? Okay, thank you for that, and thanks for offering the help. Um, I think how you can help is you know uh, you're already helping us number one. Uh, you know you're exposing uh, select fresh produce to the world. Thank you very much for that already. And we need more coaches for the young people that we are working with. You know, all these wow. farmers, a lot of them are young people, a lot of them are women. Um, so we need a lot of uh, programs. You know, actually we have, uh, you know, customized many programs. I think what we need is a budget to implement these programs. They are just beyond good agricultural practices. There are programs that empower them, you know, to become leaders, to become innovative, um, and to embrace the sector and to bring structure to the sector. So I think if anybody wants to help select fresh produce Kenya, uh, investors, we're looking for investors, we're looking for partners who can train capacity build, and we are looking for, you know, uh, people who can help us set up um, like uh, a, a very cool uh, warehouse. One of the, the challenges that we have, even in executing this assignment that we have, is uh, something called curing. We are one of the companies that are going to be the first in Africa, other than South Africa and you know Egypt, in installing like a curing center and wow. actually ensure that we ship our sweet potatoes to Europe, it takes 35 days. Uh, so wow. that means um, if you don't put in place the right uh, temperature and humidity conditions, um, basically if you don't cure your produce, that means it will rot on the way to yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, to London or to anywhere in, the, in, in Europe. So basically we are looking for investors for a curing plant, a state-of-the-art yeah. curing plant. And I think, to be honest with you, this is really where anybody can, can uh, bring real value other than um, standards partners and yeah. other than um, just helping us see, you know, see things in a bigger way in terms of, um, in terms of helping us situate ourselves in, you know, the countries that we want to situate ourselves so just partners i think sometimes it's very hard to articulate uh help <laughs> but uh yeah we are we are uh, we are wanting to partner with uh organizations that are aligned orange for a sweet potato to avocado and yeah let's see what we can do together you just what where i think this is amazing lovely is that my my, my question about how we can collaborate, how, how, we, how we can help with you. The first thing that you say is um, we, 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 need assent, we need assistance mentoring um, our, our growers. And it wasn't yeah. uh, give us money, we, we want to build a, um, a, a pack house. It, you're actually thinking about other people rather than, than, than yourselves. And I, I was just reminiscing of some meetings I've had over the last 10, 20 years when I've asked a similar question of, um, of other people. And the first thing that they've said, said is just give us money. 
Um, and that's not you. That's not your makeup. M money is going to be a byproduct of this when, when you yeah. accelerate it with your colleagues. But that can exactly. only be done with the training, the coaching them. So the fact that you yeah. major on, on that, the mentorship, mm -hmm. or um, um, by the way, we, 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 we need a little bit of money for, this, uh, for the for the writing side of things. I, I think everyone will agree with me, just endorses um, the, the values of, of Eunice and all of her colleagues at Select Fresh uh, Produce in, in Kenya. So let's spread, spread the word, Eunice. Let's see if we can find mentors um on a global yeah. basis that, that can plug into your your system you. and, mm -hmm. and let's see if we can find partners that can collaborate with you to, to make a further su uh, success of um so, so let, select fresh produce so to you i think this has been fascinating we've learned so much we've, we've learned that things are potentially buoyant for yourself select mm -hmm. produce select, select fresh fresh produce you're, you're so busy with the africa sustainable agribusiness agroprocessing network which again is is a the, the, the fact that you're involved in that and taking that further forward as well as select mm -hmm. uh, fresh produce is, uh, is, yeah. is excellent. So let's, I'd, I'd love to come back in and have another catch up with you, or as we said in our little green room, green room earlier, to have a broadcast with Hassan as well at some point. So we could yes. just keep pushing this and, and bring, bring our world, our, our amazing world of fresh produce, the family of fresh produce closer together so can we watch you and can we keep on um having conversations with you and your colleagues to see how you're all getting on and see how we can further further help you is that okay yes it's a privilege to be watched by you <laughs> but uh, yes indeed um we we really are truly grateful for this uh, partnership that you've given us uh, max um and everybody at Beanstalk, um you know um we we really we really honestly are grateful and please do watch us and uh, we look yeah. forward to bringing asan uh, we are six directors and um four of us are ladies uh, two of them are, you know, men, yeah. uh, leaders in their own right in the sector. Yeah. Yay! Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. need men. We, we need the men. Need the yeah, men. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So please, if you don't mind, yeah, we can come back uh, as soon as uh, maybe we can set a date and yeah, just discuss how together we are shaping the ad fresh uh, world. Yeah, and, and and when time time when we're allowed to, um, I'm hoping to come into Kenya to film. So we, we'll def, def, definitely come, come and come and see you and, and do it properly. But in, in the meantime, if you look at the tags uh, for 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 Eunice and um, for Select Fresh Produce, have a look at their website. It's a beautiful, lo lovely website, and you'll find more there on how to engage with them as a, as a, as a commercial partner or perhaps as a, as, a, as an investor. Eunice, thank you very much for your time. I've, I feel that we've got a, a real union here, um, Select Fresh and uh, and, and Beanstalk and Global Women thank Fresh. You. Let, let's keep rocking and rolling. Well done. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much, Max. Thank you to your, all the team uh, in Binstock Global and Global Women Fresh. We are truly grateful. Excellent. Well, well done, Eunice. Look after yourself. Bye. Bye-bye.